Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Houston Astros Baseball. It's Thursday, September 6th. The Astros are off tonight as they are traveling to Boston to take on the number one team in baseball, the Boston Red Sox. So in this episode, what I want to do is I'm going to go over Tuesday and Wednesday's wins. Uh, Then we're going to go over the standings, uh, update the wild card standings, uh... Look at the pitching matchups for the Red Sox series. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Alex Bregman and how good he's doing. Um, Bring up some questions concerning the playoff rosters. And then a question about Carlos Correa. So anyway, let's start it off with the 5-2 win against the Minnesota Twins. Verlander was on the hill. Uh, The uh, Astros got things started early. Bottom of the first, Springer led off with a single. Uh, Bregman comes up and hits a double and brings Springer in. That's one to zero. Uh, Tyler White comes in with two outs. He gets a single. That brings in Bregman. And then Yuli Gurriel comes in two-run homer, brings in Tyler White. Astros up four to zero, one inning gone. Top of the third, Grossman doubled in Forsythe. That made it four to one. In the bottom of the seventh, Bregman doubled in Kemp with two outs. That made it five to one, so some more clutch hitting for Alex Bregman. In the top of the ninth, Polanco hit a home run off a of Devo, and that made it five to two. And that was your final score. Uh, Verlander, seven innings, three hits, one run, two walks, eight strikeouts. He gets the win. His record is now 14-9. and nine. His ERA sits at 2.73. Presley pitched the eighth inning, struck out all three batters that he faced. Devo pitched the ninth, gave up a home run. Then he walked the next guy, and then they took him out. So he didn't give up. He didn't get any outs. Osuna comes in. He gets a fly out. He did give up a single, but then he gets the next guy to hit into a double play. So he went one inning, one hit, no runs. Uh, Offensively, Bregman, three for four, two RBIs. Springer starting to play a lot better. He went two for four, and Reddick went two for four. So Wednesday, it was Framber Valdez on the mound 
for the Astros. And this is the first time I got to see him pitch. And uh, I would have to say he reminds me a lot of Dallas Keuchel. And uh, if he continue to do this, uh, he will be an Astro for quite a while. So, like I said, the Astros win 9-1 to in Wednesday's game. In the bottom of the third, Bregman with a two-run homer. That's his 29th home run of the year. And that brought in Springer, 2-0. to zero. And in the bottom of the fourth, Evan Gaddis with an angry home run. Home run number 25 on the year. And that brought in his brother, Brian McCann, 4-0 to zero Astros. Top of the fifth, uh, Studio had a solo home run, 4-1 to one Astros. Not really sure how to say that guy's name. Sorry about that. Uh, bottom of the fifth, Yuli singled in Altuve, 5-1 to one Astros. In the top of the sixth, uh, Valdez gives up a single, a ground out, and another single. And they decide to take him out. So he ends up going five and a third. Five hits and one run allowed. He did walk three batters and had five strikeouts. And he gave up that one home run. So Harris comes in with one out, two runners on. And I'm thinking this can't turn out good. But he gets a strikeout and a ground out. So I was wrong. Good inning for Will Harris. Uh, bottom of the sixth, Altuve gets a double. That brought in Springer, 6-1 to one Astros. Uh, in the bottom of the eighth, Bregman comes in, bases loaded, and he hits double number 47. It clears the bases. Kemp, Springer, Altuve all come around to score. That makes it 9-1 to one Astros. That was your final score. Uh, Springer staying hot. He went three for five. He scored three runs. And Altuve finally gets a hit. One for three. He scores two runs. And he had an RBI. And that ends his 0 for 19 hitting streak. Glad to see that end. Hopefully he turns things around and uh, does better. I really can't imagine Altuve staying cold like that for too much longer. And anyway, Alex Bregman went two for three, five RBIs. So the Astros sweep the Twins, and they go seven and three on their homestand, and they have five wins in a row. So last ten games, the Astros are seven and three. They are now three and a half games ahead of Oakland, who are five and five in their last ten. And Seattle has fallen down to nine games back as they are four and six in their last 10. Seattle is five and a half games behind Oakland for that last wild card spot. And Oakland is three and a half games behind the Yankees for the number one spot. So they still have a chance to catch them. And they still have a chance to catch the Astros but I highly doubt it because they've had some injuries in their rotation and the Astros are just simply playing a lot better. So overall, your winning percentage, I haven't done this in a while, but Boston is your number one team, 688 winning percentage. The Astros and the Yankees are tied at 621. Oakland, your number four team at 596. And the Chicago Cubs come in at number five at 590. I guess the reason I wanted to do this because 
the Astros and the Red Sox are playing each other, and they're currently the two best teams in baseball right now. So speaking of this, let's look at the pitching matchups. Friday night will be at 6.10 Central Time for us. Garrett Cole against David Price. Cole comes in at 13-5 with a 2.86 ERA. Price, 14-6, 3.6 ERA. Cole is 3-0 in his past five starts with a 3.57 ERA. And Price, in seven starts since the All-Star break, he is 4-0 with a 1.62 ERA. So Price is pitching very well. Cole is doing well. Two great pitchers, two great teams. This should be an awesome game Friday night. Saturday, the game is at 3.05. It will be Charlie Morton with his 13-3 record, 3.14 ERA, against Eduardo Rodriguez, who is 12-3 with a 3.34 ERA. So they have very similar records and ERAs, so that should be a good matchup. Uh, This is Morton's first start since he went on the DL August 28th. Uh, Rodriguez was actually on the IR or the DL. He just barely came off, and he pitched. His first uh, outing was against the White Sox. He went five and two-thirds innings, and he had 12 strikeouts. So this should be another good matchup. Uh, Sunday night. ESPN game once again. Uh, Dallas Keuchel, 11 and 10, 3.46 ERA against Rick Porcello, who is 16 and 7, and his ERA is 4.20. So he must be benefiting from uh, a fair amount of run support. So Dallas Keuchel is 8 and 2 with a 2.57 ERA in his last. 15 starts. So like I've said, he's been one of the hottest pitchers for the Astros. And uh, in the last 14 games started by Dallas Keuchel, the Astros are 11-3. and Rick Forcello, uh, he pitched against Houston on June the 3rd. He went six and a third innings and he gave up three runs. So it should be a great series. Uh, really looking forward to it. Uh, Saturday is football, so but the game's at 3, and I believe my team, the Oklahoma Sooners, play at 12. So I should be able to watch both of them. So anyway, let's talk about Alex Bregman. Let's just go to this homestand, which, which uh, started on August the 27th. Just right off the bat, he got a hit in 9 out of the 10 games. 4 for 5 with a double, a home run, 4 RBIs. Two for four with a double and two RBIs. Two for three with a double and an RBI. One for four on the 30th. And uh, August 31st is when he finally went 0 for three. So you turn the page to September. One for four with a home run. Two for four with a home run. One for three with a home run. So he started off September three home runs or one home run in three straight games, which is very awesome. And the fourth, he didn't get a home run, but he went three for four, three doubles, two RBIs. And last night's game on the fifth, two for three, a double, a home run, 
five RBIs, awesome uh, outing, awesome series for Alex Bregman. So overall, 18 hits, seven doubles, five home runs, 17 RBIs. 17 RBIs in 10 games. And out of 18 hits, 12 of them were either doubles or home runs. So awesome, awesome series for Alex Bregman, who is putting himself in the MVP discussions. With the year Mookie Betts is having and J.D. Martinez, I'm not sure if he can get there or not. But I looked up his stats. This is all of Major League Baseball. I probably should have did American League, but in all of Major League Baseball, the, he's 19th in batting average, 7th in runs scored, 13th in hits, 1st in doubles, 19th in home runs, 5th RBIs, 9th in walks, uh, 7th in on-base percentage, 8th in slugging, and 6th in OPS. So I wish I would have did American League, but anyway. But as you can see, he's in the top 10 in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 of the categories that I listed. So he is doing really awesome. So the last thing I wanted to talk about, I saw it on Twitter and I want to dive into it a little more myself, but I kind of had a little bit to do today. And uh, so anyway, I saw some questions on Twitter about the playoff roster. And you have questions uh, if they're going to use Kemp or Marisnik. Are they going to keep Gaddis on the roster? Are they going to go with three catchers? Uh, some people were saying they were going to keep Max Stassi, but I really don't see any reason to keep him. I mean, they're not even using him anymore now that McCann came back. Uh, they surprised me last year and kept him, but uh, I don't know. I just don't see him keeping it. I sure hope Kemp stays on the roster, and I, I would like to see Marisnik in the playoffs. So I don't know who's going to get left out, but somebody is going to get left out. It will not be Tyler White, I can tell you that. So anyway, you also got to look at the pitchers. They were questioning, is are they going to keep Smith or Sip? Or Devo, is Lance McCullers Jr. going to be available? Will they keep Will Harris, Colin McHugh? So a lot of questions that I'm going to dive into, and I'll follow up with this on the next podcast. But I think Smith's going to make it. I think they should keep Sip. Uh, Devo's lost it. Uh, I, I mean, as, as good as everybody else has done, I know Devo was awesome the last few years, but you can't get rid of Smith or Sip just to put him on based on what he's done in the past. If Lance McCullers Jr. is healthy, he should be in the bullpen. I would not personally keep Will Harris on the roster if he's one of the last guys to choose from, but I would keep Colin McHugh. That's not even a question for me. So the last question that I saw, it's not the last one I saw, but the last thing I want to talk about was... I've seen some tweets and some, uh, I guess, some bad vibes with Carlos Correa and his struggles. Uh, people were wondering, should we move? Is it time to move Carlos Correa out of that four spot and give it to Tyler White? 
In my opinion, yes. Uh, he is Carlos Correa. He's struggling a bit because he was injured, but I think that's the move you make. You got to move Tyler White up there. I would even move uh, Yuli Gurriel up to fifth and uh, possibly Correa down to sixth, maybe even seventh. I really don't know. But in my opinion, the Astros will not do this. They're not going to do it. I don't know if they're scared to offend him or they're scared to hurt his feelings, but they will not do it. He's in the fourth hole for life. They're not going to move him into question, into discussion. Do I think they should? Yes, they should. So anyway, that's it for this episode. I'm going to dive into that uh, playoff roster a little more when I get some time. Uh, Astros, Red Sox, three-game series, Friday at 6. Saturday at 3, Sunday, ESPN. I'm as bummed about that as you are, but I guess it'll free up my Sunday afternoon to watch football. Well, that's it for now. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any comments or questions or anything, I'll go ahead and give you my phone number once again in case you're new to the show. It's 210-919-919. 1695. I almost forgot my own phone number there. 210-919-1695. You can text me. You can uh, make a voice memo and send it to me. I'll play it on air. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Rob Fontenot. R-O-B-F-O-N-T-E-N-O-T. Pretty simple there. Um, but anyway, uh, last thing, let me throw this in. Uh, Chris, who was on the show, my first and only guest, he is ready to talk about the situation with Osuna once again because his court date is looming and uh, he wants to talk about it again and I'm all for it. So if anybody wants to be on the show, you want to be a guest, you can even be a co-host. We'll get on here together and do it together. Uh, Just download the Anchor app. It's free. It's easy. You get the app. Uh, I friend you on there, and then I invite you, and you can be on. You can also just download the app to listen to this, and you can... uh, And what was I going to say? Anyway, I'm lost. But download the Anchor app. You can be a part of the show. You can send me messages from there that I can play on the show. But the time limit is one minute. So get the app. It's easy. It's free. Just do it, you know? Everybody likes the Astros. You want to talk about it? Be a part of it. Like I said, I know I'm rambling. uh, But anyway, that's it. We'll see you next time, folks. Thanks for listening. Houston Astros Baseball. Shut up and sit down. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Houston Astros Baseball. It's Thursday, September 6th. The Astros are off tonight as they are traveling to Boston to take on the number one team in baseball, the Boston Red Sox. So in this episode, what I want to do is I'm going to go over Tuesday and Wednesday's wins. Uh, Then we're going to go over the standings. 
uh, update the wild card standings. Uh, look at the pitching matchups for the Red Sox series. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Alex Bregman and how good he's doing. Um, bring up some questions concerning the playoff rosters. And then a question about Carlos Correa. So anyway, let's start it off with the 5-2 win against the Minnesota Twins. Verlander was on the hill. Uh, the uh, Astros got things started early. Bottom of the first, Springer led off with a single. Uh, Bregman comes up and hits a double and brings Springer in. That's 1-0. to zero. Uh, Tyler White comes in with two outs. He gets a single. That brings in Bregman. And then Yuli Gurriel comes in two-run homer. Brings in Tyler White, Astros up 4-0, one inning gone. Top of the third, Grossman doubled in Forsyth. That made it 4-1. In the bottom of the seventh, Bregman doubled in Kemp with two outs. That made it 5-1, so some more clutch hitting for Alex Bregman. In the top of the ninth, Polanco hit a home run off of Devo, and that made it 5-2. And that was your final score. Uh, Verlander, seven innings, three hits, one run, two walks, eight strikeouts. He gets the win. His record is now 14-9. and nine. His ERA sits at 2.73. Presley pitched the eighth inning, struck out all three batters that he faced. Devo pitched the ninth, gave up a home run. Then he walked the next guy, and then they took him out. So he didn't give up. He didn't get any outs. Osuna comes in. He gets a fly out. He did give up a single, but then he gets the next guy to hit into a double play. So he went one inning, one hit, no runs. Uh, Offensively, Bregman, three for four, two RBIs. Springer starting to play a lot better. He went two for four, and Reddick went two for four. So Wednesday, it was Framber Valdez on the mound. For the Astros and this is the first time I got to see him pitch and uh, I would have to say he reminds me a lot of Dallas Keuchel and uh, if he continue to do this uh, he will be an Astro for quite a while so like I said the Astros win nine to one in Wednesday's game in the bottom of the third Bregman with a two-run homer that's his 29th home run of the year and that brought in Springer, 2-0. to zero. And in the bottom of the fourth, Evan Gaddis with an angry home run. Home run number 25 on the year. And that brought in his brother, Brian McCann, 4-0 to zero Astros. Top of the fifth, Studio had a solo home run, 4-1 to one Astros. Not really sure how to say that guy's name. Sorry about that. Uh, bottom of the fifth, Yuli singled in Altuve, 5-1 to one Astros. In the top of the sixth, uh, Valdez gives up a single, a ground out, and another single, and they decide to take him out. So he ends up going five and a third, five hits and one run allowed. He did walk three batters and had five strikeouts, and he gave up that one home run. So Harris comes in with one out. Two runners on, and I'm thinking this can't turn out good. But he gets a strikeout and a ground out, so I was wrong. Good inning for Will Harris. Uh, Bottom of the sixth, Altuve gets a double. 
That brought in Springer, 6-1 to one. Astros. Uh, in the bottom of the eighth, Bregman comes in, bases loaded, and he hits double number 47. It clears the bases. Kemp, Springer, Altuve all come around to score. That makes it 9-1 to one Astros. That was your final score. Uh, Springer staying hot. He went three for five. He scored three runs. And Altuve finally gets a hit, one for three. He scores two runs, and he had an RBI. And that ends his 0 for 19 hitting streak. Glad to see that end. Hopefully, he turns things around and uh, does better. I really can't imagine Altuve staying cold like that for too much longer. And anyway, Alex Bregman went two for three, five RBIs. So the Astros sweep the Twins, and they go seven and three on their homestand, and they have five wins in a row. So last 10 games, the Astros are seven and three. They are now three and a half games ahead of Oakland, who are five and five in their last 10. And Seattle has fallen down to nine games back as they are four and six in their last 10. Seattle is five and a half games behind Oakland for that last wild card spot. And Oakland is three and a half games behind the Yankees for the number one spot. So they still have a chance to catch them. And they still have a chance to catch the Astros. But I highly doubt it because they've had some injuries in their rotation. And the Astros are just simply playing a lot better. So overall, your winning percentage, I haven't done this in a while, but Boston is your number one team, 688 winning percentage. The Astros and the Yankees are tied at 621. Oakland, your number four team at 596. And the Chicago Cubs come in at number five at 590. I guess the reason I wanted to do this because the Astros and the Red Sox are playing each other and they're currently the two best teams in baseball right now. So speaking of this, let's look at the pitching matchups. Friday night will be at 6.10 Central Time for us. Garrett Cole against David Price. Cole comes in at 13-5 with a 2.86 ERA. Price 14-6, 3.6 ERA. Cole is 3-0 in his past five starts with a 3.57 ERA. And Price, in seven starts since the All-Star break, he is 4-0 with a 1.62 ERA. So Price is pitching very well. Cole is doing well. Two great pitchers, two great teams. This should be an awesome game Friday night. Saturday, the game is at 3.05. It will be Charlie Morton with his 13-3 record. 3.14 3.14 ERA against Eduardo Rodriguez, who is 12 and 3 with a 3.34 ERA. So they have very similar records and ERAs. So that should be a good matchup. Uh, this is Morton's first start since he went on the DL August 28th. Uh, Rodriguez was actually on the IR or the DL. He just barely came off and he pitched his first uh, outing was against the White Sox. He went five and two-thirds innings, and he had 12 strikeouts. So this should be another good matchup. 
Sunday night ESPN game once again. Uh, Dallas Keuchel, 11-10, 3.46 ERA against Rick Porcello, who is 16-7, and and his ERA is 4.20, so he must be benefiting from uh, a fair amount of run support. So Dallas Keuchel is 8-2 with a 2.57 ERA in his last 15 starts. So like I've said, he's been one of the hottest pitchers for the Astros. And uh, in the last 14 games started by Dallas Keuchel, the Astros are 11-3. Rick Porcello, uh, he pitched against Houston on June the 3rd. He went six and a third innings, and he gave up three runs. So it should be a great series. Uh, Really looking forward to it. Uh, Saturday is football, so but the game's at 3, and I believe my team, the Oklahoma Sooners, play at 12. So I should be able to watch both of them. So anyway, let's talk about Alex Bregman. Let's just go to this homestand, which, which uh, started on August the 27th. Just right off the bat, he got a hit in 9 out of the 10 games. 4 for 5 with a double, a home run, 4 RBIs. Two for four with a double and two RBIs. Two for three with a double and an RBI. One for four on the 30th. And uh, August 31st is when he finally went 0 for three. So you turn the page to September. One for four with a home run. Two for four with a home run. One for three with a home run. So he started off September three home runs or one home run in three straight games, which is very awesome. And the fourth, he didn't get a home run, but he went three for four, three doubles, two RBIs. And last night's game on the fifth, two for three, a double, a home run, five RBIs. Awesome uh, outing, awesome series for Alex Bregman. So overall, 18 hits, seven doubles, Five home runs, 17 RBIs. 17 RBIs in 10 games. And out of 18 hits, 12 of them were either doubles or home runs. So awesome, awesome series for Alex Bregman, who is putting himself in the MVP discussions. With the year Mookie Betts is having and J.D. Martinez, I'm not sure if he can get there or not. But I looked up his stats. This is all of Major League Baseball. I probably should have did American League, but in all of Major League Baseball, he's 19th in batting average, 7th in runs scored, 13th in hits, 1st in doubles, 19th in home runs, 5th RBIs, 9th in walks, uh, 7th in on-base percentage, 8th in slugging, and 6th in OPS. So I wish I would have did American League, but anyway. But as you can see, he's in the top 10 in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 of the categories that I listed. So he is doing really awesome. So the last thing I wanted to talk about, I saw it on Twitter, and I want to dive into it a little more myself, but I kind of had a little bit to do today. And uh, so anyway, 
I saw some questions on Twitter about the playoff roster. And you have questions uh, if they're going to use Kemp or Marisnik. Are they going to keep Gaddis on the roster? Are they going to go with three catchers? Uh, some people were saying they were going to keep Max Stassi, but I really don't see any reason to keep him. I mean, they're not even using him anymore now that McCann came back. Uh, they surprised me last year and kept him, but uh, I don't know. I just don't see him keeping it. I sure hope Kemp stays on the roster, and I, I would like to see Marisnik in the playoffs. So I don't know who's going to get left out, but somebody is going to get left out. It will not be Tyler White, I can tell you that. So anyway, you also got to look at the pitchers. They were questioning, is are they going to keep Smith or Sip? Or Devo? Is Lance McCullers Jr. going to be available? Will they keep Will Harris? Call him a Q? So a lot of questions that I'm going to dive into, and I'll follow up with this on the next podcast. But I think Smith's going to make it. I think they should keep Sip. Uh, Devo's lost it. Uh, I I mean, as, as good as everybody else has done, I know Devo was awesome the last few years, but you can't get rid of Smith or Sip just to put him on based on what he's done in the past. If Lance McCullers Jr. is healthy, he should be in the bullpen. I would not personally keep Will Harris on the roster if he's one of the last guys to choose from, but I would keep Colin McHugh. That's not even a question for me. So the last question that I saw, it's not the last one I saw, but the last thing I want to talk about was... I've seen some tweets and some, uh, I guess, some bad vibes with Carlos Correa and his struggles. Uh, People were wondering, should we move? Is it time to move Carlos Correa out of that four spot and give it to Tyler White? In my opinion, yes. Uh, He is Carlos Correa. He's struggling a bit because he was injured, but... I think that's the move you make. you got to move Tyler White up there. I would even move uh, Yuli Gurriel up to fifth and uh, possibly Correa down to sixth, maybe even seventh. I really don't know. But in my opinion, the Astros will not do this. They're not going to do it. I don't know if they're scared to offend him or they're scared to hurt his feelings, but they will not do it. He's in the fourth hole for life. They're not going to move him into question, into discussion. Do I think they should? Yes, they should. So anyway, that's it for this episode. I'm going to dive into that uh, playoff roster a little more when I get some time. Uh, Astros, Red Sox, three-game series, Friday at 6, Saturday at 3, Sunday, ESPN. I'm as bummed about that as you are. But I guess it'll free up my Sunday afternoon to watch football. Well, that's it for now. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any comments or questions or anything, I'll go ahead and give you my phone number once again in case you're new to the show. It's 210-919-1695. I almost forgot my own phone number there. 210-919-1695. You can text me, 
You can uh, make a voice memo and send it to me. I'll play it on air. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Rob Fontenot, R-O-B-F-O-N-T-E-N-O-T. Pretty simple there. Um, but anyway, uh, last thing, let me throw this in. Uh, Chris, who was on the show, my first and only guest, he is ready to talk about the situation with Osuna once again because his court date is looming and uh, he wants to talk about it again and I'm all for it. So if anybody wants to be on the show, you want to be a guest, you can even be a co-host. We'll get on here together and do it together. Uh, just download the Anchor app. It's free. It's easy. You get the app. Uh, I friend you on there and then I invite you and you can be on. You can also just download the app to listen to this and you can, uh, and what was I going to say? <sighs> anyway, I'm lost, but download the Anchor app. You can be a part of the show. You can send me messages from there that I can play on the show, but the time limit is one minute. So get the app. It's easy. It's free. Just do it. You know, everybody likes the Astros. You want to talk about it, be a part of it. Like I said, I know I'm rambling, uh, but anyway, that's it. We'll see you next time, folks. Thanks for listening. Houston Astros Baseball. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.